You're listening to Movie Mixtape on CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm your host, Alyssa Matthews. This week, we take a look at the Real Asian Film Festival. Celebrating its 22nd year, Toronto Real Asian International Film Festival kicked off on November 8th with a gala presentation of Dear X. This year's festival runs until November 16th and includes screenings and exhibitions in downtown Toronto and North York. This year's programming includes 62 films, over half of which are directed by women. The program includes marquee features, a Vista selection that explores more experimental filmmaking, and a vibrant shorts program that brings a number of Canadian directors to the screen. I had a chance to speak to Daniela Pinto about her short, Priya, earlier this week. Here's our conversation. Thanks for taking some time and chatting with me today. No problem. Thank you. So I just wanted to start, if you could just maybe give us a little, just an idea of what the film is. Yeah, so Priya is a coming-of-age story. It's about a young girl named Priya who kind of um, struggles to please two women in her life. One is her mom, who's kind of conservative, Indian, traditional, um, and who expects great things from her. And the other is her girlfriend, Ashley, who she's kind of keeping a secret from her mom. And the film is really about her coming to terms with who she is and learning to kind of carve her own path, regardless of um, regardless of how other people see her. I know that you're a recent graduate uh, from Sheridan. Uh, what mm-hmm. what made you sort of what made you make this film? What brought you to this story in particular? Um, I think the reason I wanted to make this film is that growing up, I didn't see a lot of films about people like me in popular culture. Um, Indian people, queer Indian people. So I thought kind of in my last, like, fourth year of Sheridan, I would kind of just go for it and make a film while I had the resources to do it. And, um, yeah, it was a really rewarding experience. I felt um, it felt really good to tell something that was really vulnerable and personal. And I think the story really resonates with audiences for that those reasons. Before this, you also have a short documentary called Us Equals Them. Um, and so there seems to be, um, per, as you mentioned, a particular focus on LGBTQ South Asian subjects. Um, yeah. I just wondered if you wanted to go a little more into that. You mentioned that there's a lack of representation, um, but maybe... What these, I guess, what these stories kind of mean to you in terms of bringing them to an audience? Yeah, I guess growing up, I just didn't see a lot of South Asian people who were queer in popular, not not just in popular culture, but also in real life. And I think that when you don't um, see examples of people like you in the real world, it can make you feel really alone and isolated. And I think once I got to an age where I was comfortable telling my own stories, I realized it was really important for me to share these stories um, and use my voice for people who were in my position, uh, the position I was in many years ago, people who are in that position now, so that they can know that they're not alone. And I know that the film is a screening at both Real Asian here in Toronto and at the South Asian Film Festival in Montreal. Is this mm-hmm. your first chance to watch with an audience? Yeah, actually, um, we had our world premiere at the South Asian Film Festival of Montreal last weekend. And that was my first time actually sharing Priya in, well, we had our end-of-year screening at school uh, at a local theater, but this was kind of the first time sharing it with people who hadn't watched the film ever. So it was really interesting to um, to see which jokes they laughed at, to see um, how they reacted to certain parts. 
Um, and Real Asian will be our second festival. I guess, I mean, you finished school. Where do you see yourself growing as a filmmaker? Well, so the funny thing is I'm actually not uh, typically a director, writer. Uh, I work in the film industry in the audio field. So uh, right now I'm freelancing as a location sound recordist, uh, a sound mixer, sound editor, and I'm also a composer. I actually composed the score for Priya. Yeah, that's kind of where I spend most of my time. It's where I make most of my money. And uh, ideally, I would like to keep doing it. I actually do like doing that work. It is stuff I'm passionate about. Um, but when I have, you know, a decent amount of money, I would like to self-fund my next film uh, whenever that ends up happening. Um, it's sort of, it's kind of interesting that, you know, it, we talk, we're talking about representation and then you're also in a field where, um, I think that also, you know, sound is definitely a field that there's not very many oh, women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's probably like 95% men in my field, but I've never really let that bar bother me because most of the work I do is by myself anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, if you so, uh, as you mentioned, sort of self-funding, do you have sort of ideas of what you of stories like specific stories you want to tell, or are you, you know, do you have any sort of ideas in terms of that? Or um, right now, I don't have any specific ideas. I know I definitely want to tell more stories about women and queer women specifically. Um, I would love to do a music video someday if I find a song that really speaks to me. Um, I'd also love to do more. Um, short dramas um, and really kind of explore ideas like cinematography and editing more. Um, usually I just kind of focus on the story and I let other people like my DOP, like decide the shot list and decide the look of the film. But I think for my next film, I really want to kind of take more ownership of that stuff and really um, have more of a clear vision and just experiment with different kinds of techniques is what I really want to do. That's great. Uh, well, thank you so much for taking uh, some time to chat with me today. Oh, yeah, no problem. You can catch Priya as part of the Spectrum Youth Shorts Program on Monday, November 12th at 10.30 a.m. and Wednesday, November 14th at 1.30 p.m. as part of the Uprooted Youth Shorts Program. Both screenings are at the Backer Yerricks Presentation Space located in the 401 Richmond Arts Building. All films and programs before 5 p.m. are free to students and seniors. On Saturday, November 10th, the Real Ideas Speaker Series kicks off with a keynote from Hari Kondabulu, the American comedian, writer, and director, who released his documentary film The Problem with Apu on True TV. Kondabulu will speak to his personal experiences and the future of Asian representation in media. Earlier on Saturday, We Asian will take place at the TIFF Bell Lightbox. This free event will allow children to explore their creativity through filmmaking, craft, and dance. On Sunday, November 11th, Kathy Yan's directorial debut, Dead Pigs, screens. In 2013, over 16,000 dead pigs were found floating in the Huangpu River near Shanghai, signaling a crisis for local livestock farmers and raising concerns of contamination 
of the waterway. Yan uses this event as a touchstone for the film, weaving the continual development of the story in local newscasts into the plot. Dead Pigs follows an ensemble cast as they navigate the changing landscape of Shanghai and its surrounding rural areas. Candy Wang is a salon owner who refuses to sell her family home to land developers so they can build a new mega project and is the last holdout in her old community. Her brother, Old Wang, is a pig farmer whose pigs die mysteriously like the others that are ending up in the river. Old Wang owes money to local gangsters and the death of his pigs on top of a poor investment leads him to try to convince his sister to sell the house. His son, Wang Zhen is trying to make his way in Shanghai, but is struggling as a waiter. Candy's home and salon are brilliantly colored, and we meet her character in front of her salon, leading a morning pep rally with her salon staff, who are all in matching deep red uniforms. The house she's trying to save is turquoise on the outside and filled with color on the inside. These bright colors look amazing on film, and much of the set direction and cinematography is reminiscent of a Wes Anderson film. While much of the film is an aesthetic dream, Yan isn't afraid to intersperse in less colorful and more dour scenes. Dead Pigs tackles the changing landscape of China both in physicality and socially and explores the growing divide between the mega-wealthy upper class and floundering lower classes. While there are darker and more serious moments, the film is at its core a weird comedy and it is delightful. Dead Pigs screens on Sunday, November 11th at 2.30 p.m. at the TIFF Bell Lightbox. On Monday, November 12th, Kulap Vlaisak's documentary debut origin story will screen. Origin Story is the personal documentary that explores Vlaisak's relationship with her parents and finding out that the man who had raised her was not her biological father. Vlaisak uses comic book imagery to explore the idea of an origin story, starting the film with hers, the night that her mother told her that her father wasn't her biological father. This event was a traumatic juncture for her and created a lot of anger and untrust towards the adults in her life. Vlaisak doesn't hold back, showing her anger and mixed emotions. This film is messy and raw with emotions in the best possible way. Vlaisak turns to her parents and other adults who played major roles in her upbringing to try to uncover her story, which eventually brings her back to Laos, the country her parents had fled as refugees in the late 70s. While Origin Story is hyper-specific to Kulap Vlaisak and her family's particular traumas, the deeper ideas of family trauma and schism are relatable to a wider audience. Origin Story is a deep, messy dive into family trauma in which Vlaisak does not hold back from showing pain and emotion. Origin Story screens on Monday, November 12th at 5.15 p.m. Director Kulap Vlaisak will be in attendance. 
That's all for Movie Mixtape this week. To find out more about the films discussed and to hear past episodes, you can visit the archive at film.cjru.ca and stay tuned next week for more real Asian coverage on Morning Mixtape. For Movie Mixtape, I'm Elissa Matthews. Thank you.